Hello and welcome to Bitchin' and Witchin'. I'm your host, Khadija, and thank you for joining me as I talk about my life as a part-time bitch and a full-time witch. And hopefully, you can relate to something. Warning, this may have adult content, so you've been warned. And if you're down, let go. So before we begin this episode, I just wanted to share something with you. I just pulled a tarot card because I was having a little bit of a meltdown, you know, some tech issues were happening. So I took a deep breath and I pulled a tarot card. And the card that I pulled, it just gave me goosebumps. You know why? Because I pulled the devil reversed, which represents freedom, release, and restoring control. And this card is kind of associated with letting go of codependency and just being completely free from whatever is chaining you. And the word codependency just kind of popped out to me because that's actually one of the things that I had lined up to talk about today. And I was like, wow, this is so strange. So I'm going to completely just switch up the order of everything we were going to talk about because the word codependency is just on my mind right now. And Today I want to talk about heartbreaks and love languages and, you know, inspired by Valentine's Day, which is this week. But before we even get into that, I just want to do some housekeeping because we have an Instagram account and I'm really excited. It's something I've been working on for quite a while because I was just too shy, too nervous, too much of a scaredy cat to actually do it. So I finally did it. I thought, you know... I want to keep my personal account private and I want to have a way to interact with you guys and for you guys to interact with me in a way that's a little bit easier than on my private account. So go ahead and open up your Instagram app and type in bitchin and witchin podcast. That's B-I-T-C-H-I-N-A-N-D-W-I-T-C-H-I-N podcast. And boom, here we are. We're live. And I'm so excited. So let's get into this. Codependency. What were we talking about? What inspired today's episode? First of all, four years ago this week, maybe today, depending on what day I upload this, I was going through the hardest time of my life. Like I was going through it. Like 2020 could never compare to what I was going through. And um, it was tough. And on top of everything I was going through, right in there was heartbreak. You want to talk about heartbreak, bro? Heartbreak sucks. Honestly and truly, if you've ever gone through heartbreak, like you know, we both know, it's like one of the worst things that someone can go through, especially if it involves cheating or anything of that nature. It like, it's such a hard thing to get through and to get over. And it leaves you, you know, with lingering trust issues and just, it's tough stuff. And four years ago today, I was going through that. I was in the trenches, y'all. I was digging through a war and it was just rough town USA. And I never thought that I would be where I am today. You know, she's happy. She's in a healthy relationship. And I never knew that could happen for me based on that experience I was going through four years ago and that headspace I was in four years ago and how certain people treated me four years ago. Today, this bitch would never let that happen. 
and I was on YouTube, you know, scrolling through the tubes, as I do, on a reg, and um, I saw this video and it really just stuck with me. It's the Cottage Fairy. She's incredible. She lives in her own little secluded area and she just, you know, does her own thing. She's like an ideal moment right now, living by herself in the middle of a forest with no neighbors. Honestly, I'm here for it. And she was talking about relationships and she said this quote and it hit me right in the heart and soul. It was a quote about relationships. And she said, relationships are no longer a desperate necessity, but a complement to a pre-existing happiness. And it took me by surprise. I had to catch a breath. That is the perfect definition of what I've always wanted. And that is something that I've always aspired to have. And I think it's really important that people do aspire to have that in a relationship, not just like you know, desperately just wanting to be in a relationship, but rather something to, you know, a little bit of garnish to what you're already experiencing as a person. And I think it was Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. She was describing a relationship and we all know about her entanglements. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. But um, she was talking about her relationship with her husband and she described it as two whole people coming together to share something beautiful or something that's like paraphrasing but I loved that idea of like two whole people just coming together rather than you know constantly looking for somebody else to build you up or looking for somebody else to complete you nobody completes me I complete myself but I have that complement to my pre-existing happiness that is what I've always thought of as a beautiful thing and I never want to be in a place where I'm super codependent where you know if one day I wake up and I find myself alone and I find myself single I never want to be in that headspace again where I'm like my life is over because I'm not loved by another person and I don't think I ever will be in that position again because I have found that within myself and that sounds so cliche like I found love within myself and like I don't need anyone to love me because I love myself but I get it I get it now and I get that statement because all of my life it's always been like well when I do this then I will be happy or when I'm in a relationship then I'll feel more desirable or happier or like I'm not missing out on something in the world because for most of my life I was single and originally I thought that was by choice partially was not by choice and this is me like exposing myself but like I mean for a long time I did want to be single for when I say a long time I mean like a good 10 years I did want to be single because I just couldn't be bothered because you know how hard dating is in this day and age it's not easy but also, another part of that was me thinking like, well, since ain't nobody want me, or so I thought, um, if I just adopt the single lifestyle and say, it's okay, I want to be single, then maybe I won't be looked down upon. And I also always had this mentality of like, when I'm in a relationship, then I won't feel ugly all the time, or 
I will oh, like feel more desirable or whatever the case may be. And that's not necessarily true because I also never wanted to be in a place where I completely based 100% of my perception of myself based on what other people think of me. So um, I think it's another YouTuber, Sarah Ray Vargas. She had that mentality where she was like, if you compliment me, like that's great and all, but like it doesn't really affect me because I do not base my perception of myself on other people. So if somebody compliments me and I take that really to heart, that means if somebody were to put me down, I would also take that to heart too. And I was like, wow, that's such an interesting way of looking at life. Like you have that confidence in yourself and you know, bitch, I'm fine and you know it and I know it. We both know it. I'm just thinking it and you're saying it. But that's anyway, that <laughs> I digress. That's the kind of mentality that, you know, when it comes to anything that I kind of adopted and I think it works for me thus far. And that could just be me being a very true Aquarius by <laughs> refusing to ever let myself get hurt again. And like, you know, living in pretend land, not necessarily pretend land, but just living in that kind of mentality so that nothing can like get behind my walls. It might just be that, but you know what? I'm okay with that. We'll leave it at that. I know sometimes Valentine's Day is hard for a lot of people because either you're single or you're going through heartbreak and that's not easy. I get that. And just know that if you're feeling lonely or extra isolated because I don't know where you guys are. I know most of my audience doesn't even live in the same country as me. I'm from Canada and right now we're in a lockdown and it's so easy to feel isolated, especially when it comes to the dating world. And if you're feeling lonely or isolated or even undesirable on this Valentine's Day, whether it's because of lockdown or because of relationship status, just be your own damn Valentine. I'm so here for that because you know your love language better than anyone else. You know what you like better than anyone else. And speaking of love languages, that's what I want to talk about today because it's something I never really thought of until recently. So let's do it. Let's talk about it. So I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, pizza is my love language or whatever is my love language. But like, what does that even mean? What are love languages? And I did some research because I genuinely did not know what love languages were. Like I've always heard of it, but I never actually knew it or knew what my particular love language was until I did some research. So there's five types of love languages. And this idea was actually coined by Dr. Gary Chapman, who is an author, scholar. You know, Google it. Google is your best friend, sis. And he basically came up with these five different types of love languages and love languages it's not like you know what's the sexiest accent sexiest language no it's like the ways in which we express love it's super important to know how you yourself express love and how your partner expresses love and you know everyone's different everyone has different preferences and they express things differently so it's really important for you to know that just whether like regardless of your relationship status because it's really important for you to know yourself and for you to know the kind of things you like and the kind of things you want. So the first love language is words of affirmation whether it's I love you or thank you just words of affirmation so praise of understanding and appreciating you as a person and 
I don't respond to words of affirmation as much. Like, you know why? It's too easy for people to lie. It's so easy for people to be like, oh, baby, I love you, when they don't. Or over text, things don't really translate as well as in person or things people don't always say what's on their mind or say what they mean or if they do say what they mean you don't know if they're being truthful or not so it's so hard to tell so you know words of affirmation not really my jam as much as other forms of love languages which brings us to number two acts of service this is personally my favorite you know why because talk is cheap you gotta show me that you mean it and acts of service are basically doing things for a person like if you're sick someone makes you soup and brings it for you or you know if you're tired someone gives you a foot rub and to me that's like god bless because if words of affirmation are talking the talk then acts of service is walking that walk and actions do speak louder than words i'm a strong believer in that and it's all about the details that way you know the person's not only listening but they're hearing they're understanding what whatever you're saying whatever you're going through and to me that's like the sweetest thing ever when someone does something and you're like wow that's really thoughtful thank you for doing that you know number three is receiving gifts now i feel like this is the most stereotypical way that people show love to each other for holidays buying gifts you know it kind of speaks for itself like I feel like it's also one of the easiest ways to show people that you love them without telling them because it's a visual representation and not only that it's not about like buying diamond rings sometimes it could be as simple as somebody making something for you and it's the thought that counts and the detail and the thought that goes into whatever they're giving you that is so sweet as well now this one also like you know love her but not my personal favorite but number four quality time giving somebody your undivided attention doing things together prioritizing showing them that they're the most important person or thing in your life at that specific time because you're creating memories together that is so sweet and i think it's in my first episode that i talked about the importance of time money comes and goes but time is something you can never get back so by you saying this is the undivided attention that i'm going to give you i'm going to dedicate an hour of my time no cell phone no nothing 100 percent, me and you to me golden because i know that that person's being genuine with what they're doing no one wants to waste their time like no one has time to waste at least i don't and i don't like when people waste my time so that's one of the ways that i show my love is because if you know i'm taking time out of my busy schedule to spend time with you then you know you are important to me and the fifth and final love language is physical touch netflix and chill hand holding like scientifically for a moment if we're gonna get real scientifically when you hug somebody it releases literal hormones oxytocin is released when you hug somebody when you have that physical touch with somebody hormones are released and that's a beautiful thing too they call oxytocin the hug drug because that physical intimacy makes you feel closer to a person and makes you feel wanted and desired and like you know when you're really sad and you're about to have like a mental breakdown 
and someone's like what's wrong and you're like me and then they hug you and then you start crying bitch it's that oxytocin i'm really interested to know everyone else's love language like what is your love language let me know follow me on instagram dm me just you know let's chat let's have a conversation about this because i'm genuinely curious for me because i'm a needy bitch i identify with almost all of these love languages if we're being honest but the most that I really identify with are acts of service, physical touch, and quality time. And get your minds out of the gutter. I'm just like the type of person that, I'm a touchy-feely person. I really love like holding hands and just like touching people. <laughs> so that makes this, you know, social distancing really hard because I want to hug everyone. You know, like I see, if I'm at the grocery store and I see somebody I know, I want to run up and hug them. And <laughs> that's not okay. And um, so, you know, like we're suffering out here, the people who desire that physical touch as our love language. But I just, I like holding hands with people. I love it. If you're one of my friends or like one of my family members, even my boyfriend, like everyone knows this, like I'm always going to be touching somebody, holding somebody, squeezing somebody. And, um, but I really prefer acts of service and quality time personally. So just to go over them again, we have words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. What is your love language? And this Valentine's Day, you know your love language. If you don't, you can go ahead and take the love language test. They have one million and one available online. Figure out your love language and do that to yourself whether it's you looking in the mirror and saying words of affirmation like yes bitch you was fine or whether it's you know buying yourself that gift retail therapy whether it's you making yourself that gourmet dinner as an act of service like bitch i love me you know wine and dine yourself whatever it is spending quality time with yourself <laughs> touching yourself whatever floats your boat do you boo boo and but it's so important for you to get to know the love language that you respond to the most. Like, nothing is sweeter. Like, when someone does something that upsets you or you're having a hard day and someone does that thing for you, whatever it is, whatever pertains to your particular love language, and it just, like, mm, gives you the feels, that is so sweet. That is so sweet. So you get yourself somebody or a group of friends or, like, you know, family whether it's chosen or biological who understands you who is able to recognize your love language without you even having to tell them because they just pay attention to you enough to pick up on those little subtle hints now we have a new moon coming up and we're also in aquarius season you know it's my time to shine my birthday is almost here i'm really excited even though I'll be in lockdown. We're still going to be extra. Of course, I'm going to decorate my own party. Party of literally my family because ain't nobody go nowhere. So um, really practice manifestation this new moon. And this is like to me from me notes to myself because I really have a lot of things I want to manifest right now. And this is the time to put that into action. I have high ambitions and I want good things to come to me. And 
I've been on my spirituality more. I've been working on that. I've been struggling a lot with it recently, but I'm very happy to say that good things are coming. I'm putting it out into the universe because I've been doing the work. I've been doing the work behind the scenes. If you want to manifest something, whether it's a new man, a new woman, a lover, some self-love, you got to start putting in the work, honey. Things don't just come to you. You need to ask for it. And when you're manifesting this new moon, oh, there was an example. I can't remember where I heard it. It must have been in a YouTube video or on Instagram or something. Someone said, treat the universe like you would treat your Starbucks order. So when you pull up to Starbucks, you know exactly what you want. Can I get a tall green tea frappuccino with whipped cream and cinnamon and caramel drizzle? You know exactly what you want and you're specific. That's the way that you manifest things from the universe. Be specific and put it out there. And if you have a good heart, a pure soul, and you do the work, good things will come to you. So let that be a reminder. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for the support. If you liked it, let me know. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, or if you just want to chat, let me know. Don't forget to hit me up on Instagram, new Instagram for the podcast, at bitchin and witchin. Look in the description. I'll put it down there too. That's B-I-T-C-H-I-N-A-N-D-W-I-T-C-H-I-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Bitchin and witchin podcast. And just like my blood type, my motto is be positive and treat yourself. Bye.